Trust and Believe Nomad cast stands on three foundational pillars, mental health and awareness, life lessons, and unique storytelling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 55 of the Trust and Believe Nomad cast here on the 10th of January, 2022. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen. We are here the second week of January, 2022. We are here before we get started. Let's take care of some housekeeping. You can find the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast at the website below, trustandbelievenomadcast.buzzsprout.com. One-stop shop for all your audio, social media, and anything related to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. You can find it on there. All your Apples, your Spotify's, your Googles, you can listen to them on there as well, as well as listen to the Nomad Cast on the website. Again, for social media, I am available on Instagram. I'm available on TikTok, and of course, I'm available on YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, if you're new to the channel, you like what you see, you like what you hear, go ahead and click that subscription button now. Subscribe now. Click that bell icon now. And now you're informed of the latest and greatest of the Trust and Believe Nomad cast, and you'll be notified for all subsequent episodes as well. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining. All right, today is the 10th of January, as I stated, and as you guys already know, the 10th of January serves as a special day for me personally. 28 years ago, in the year 1994, 1994, January 10th, I started my excursion into the Marine Corps, right? So I'll give you a backstory. I enlisted in the Marine Corps uh, November 22nd. 1993 uh, at the Detroit maps and uh, that day of significance because Michigan played Ohio state that day. But I remember sitting in the maps that uh, that day, that Saturday signing my contract and doing all this stuff that you have to do. And uh, I ended up shipping uh, to the Marine Corps on the 9th of January of 1994. I can remember it like it was yesterday. I was sitting in my living room. My parents didn't believe I was going to the Marines. My grandma didn't believe, but my grandma was like, I hope you do something with your life outside of working at White Castle. And uh, I had already quit my job at White Castle and everything. And so we were sitting up in the living room and the staff sergeant, my recruiter, walked up the steps, knocked on that door, came in, you know, introduced himself, greeted everyone. And then I was swept away Took you go to the hotel the night prior to your ship and you there with other shippers as well. You know, the, the branches and material, you can be a roommate with your Navy, with the air force or what have you. So I had a guy in my room, he was uh, going to the air force and he was like, yeah, you know, we going to the air force. We do this and that and the third, la la la. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to the Marines. All right. <laughs> your air force and your army and all them other branches don't matter. Right. Of course, this is pre army. And so the next day, uh, we got a brief when we went to MEPS, got a brief on everything. They set the conditions for what's going to happen for that day. Uh, going to get checked and just do everything. Make sure we're good to go. Uh, do some last question and answering and everything. And next thing you know, you're on a plane. So I got on a plane from Detroit to Atlanta. Landed in Atlanta. And they had a, a liaison there, you know. Uh, shuffling traffic, making sure everyone that was there to go to, you know, uh, boot camp or whatever, 
you go and you go this way. If you go into the Air Force, you go this way, so on and so forth. So once I got landed in Atlanta, I got on the bus going to Charleston. No, we flew to Charleston, South Carolina. And we were in a basement, almost like a marine reception center, if you will. Um, we was in the basement of the airport and it was, you know, feeding us and talking to us about what time the bus is going to leave. And there was a female I went to high school with. She was a corporal and, uh, I knew her. So I'm over there, you know, trying to, you know, Hey girl, what's going on? This, that, and the third. And she was like, look, dude, she said, I know you, she said, but we're in the, we're in the Marine Corps now, man. You can't be doing all that. What's up home girl and all that stuff. And she kind of pulled me to the side and said, Hey man, I advise you when you get on this bus, you get a lot of sleep. You're going to need it. So I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And uh, a few minutes, probably about an hour or so later, we all boarded the bus. Does everybody just go on to Paris Island to get on the bus? So we all boarded the bus and the bus was packed. It was like a 44 packs uh, bus passenger bus was packed. So we get on the bus and um, that's when I was like, Hey, I might have gotten to something. I don't know if I want to be into, but it was too late. So the bus driver was like, it's like three hours, three hours <coughs> till you go to Paris Island. I advise y'all to get some sleep. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I couldn't go to sleep for some strange reason. It was in the middle of the night, early morning. And, uh, I couldn't sleep, couldn't sleep. So finally, when I dozed off, I just happened to wake up, open the curtains on the bus. And we go right into the main gate, walk on the Paris Island, South Carolina. And I was like, Oh, it's real. It is real. Got out the bus. The, the drill instructors got on the bus. They greeted the driver and everything. And uh, I was like, okay, it's going to be cool. You know, he talking all cool to the bus driver. Mm -mm. He was like, at this time, get off my bus, grab your belongings and get off the bus. Now. I never knew the word now has so much power to it. But when he said now we jumped off that bus, we trying to jump through the window and off that bus. And of course, you know, the story you get on the yellow footprints and there it was. So I kind of want to share that small little story. That was, uh, again, that was 28 years ago that, uh, this young man <laughs> set his hooves down on Paris Island, South Carolina boot camp was 13 weeks. And, uh, you go to go on leave, come back, you go to camp Geiger for uh Marine combat training. And then I went straight to Albany, Georgia for seven weeks in MOS school. And then I went off to Yuma, Arizona, get married, children, got out the Marines, joined the army retirement. Here you go. But I kind of wanted just to share that quick story about that. Uh, this day is significant for me again, the 10th of January, 1994 is the year month and date that I landed at Paris Island, South Carolina. And I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, my life hasn't been the same for, for good reasons. Of course, so much I've learned so much. All right. So that wraps up opening remarks. I know that was kind of long winded, but I just wanted to share that story uh, as well. So today for Monday, mental combat, Monday, mental combat today, we're going to be talking about, Five ways to know when it is time to relocate. And you may say, what does that have to do with Monday mental combat? It is. Cause anytime you've, you've, you've undertaken a major move, a household goods move, 
a personal move, moving vehicles, it becomes mental. So it's going to be ways, way, five ways to know when it is time to relocate. It could be to another city, could be to another state, state, what have you. So we're going to talk about that and explain that as well. Appreciate everything. You guys stay tuned, stay locked. Monday Mental Combat is next. Trust and believe. Everybody, welcome back to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. Today is Monday Mental Combat. As I stated before, we're going to talk about five ways to know when it is time to relocate, when it is time for me to move, when it is time for us to move. We're tired here. We don't like it here. You know, there's ha there has to be something else. What's keeping me here? So on and so forth, right? And I just want to make sure I put this disclaimer out. I am in no way telling anyone if you live in freaking Butte, Montana, that, hey, you don't like where you live in it. You need to leave because Mr. Anderson said so. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, again, that's consistent with the Monday Mental Combat uh, segment. It uses it's a, a segment that's designed to make us think creatively, uh, responsibly and more important, strategically. What can I improve moving around? Relocating is, is part of your mentals as well, because it takes a lot of work to do that. You moving yourself, your family, your bills, you're changing addresses, moving your vehicles, jobs, so on and so forth. A lot of stress with that. A lot of mentals goes into that. So I'm not telling anybody, hey, this guy on the freaking nomad cast said I need to move. So we're moving tomorrow. Don't, no, no, no. I don't need nobody coming after me. Right. So I want to put that out there. But when we're talking about relocating, a lot of times you have to know the spirit to tell you when it is time to move. You've been here too long. Are there any advantages, advantages of living here? Can I, can I utilize my resources here for sustainable growth? Can I source anything that I want? Does the city have any sustainability? Does this, does this job have any sustainability? Do I really like it here? I'm tired of the people I'm around. So many questions and sometimes not a lot of answers when it goes, when someone sits down and they realize I need to move. I need to do something. You hear about it all the time. A lot of the A-list Hollywood stars, they just, you know, if they live in uh, Scootersville, wherever, they are freaking just get on the bus with $50 in their pocket and $20 in their account. And they just leave and go to Los Angeles or whatever, because they want to be an actor. They want to be somewhere. If you want to be great, you got to be what a great is that, you know what I mean? So, all right. So we're going to go ahead and, and dive into <laughs> the five ways to know when it is time to relocate. And again, with all the lists I provide during these nomad casts, the lists are always fluid. There's not, these are the five ways. No, it's five, 10, 15, whatever. You can go on the internet and search and search and search, but I just picked five important uh, reasons as to why people relocate. And before I get started with that, I just want to tell like with us in the military, we know when it is time because typically we're on three year assignments, 36 month assignments, right? And usually your first year, you're trying to get yourself acclimated to the unit, to the people in the unit, the mission that goes on in the unit, your day to day in the unit, uh, family wise, you're trying to get your, the schools uh, and potential employment for your spouse, the hospital, 
dental. You're doing all this stuff the first year, trying to get yourself, again, acclimated to that particular area, learning the locale, where to go, where not to go. And usually in the, your second year, you're on glide path. I mean, you move and you know where everything is at. You can't get lost. I mean, you know what time this is open, you know, the schools, this, the shopping mall, the employment. I mean, you, you, you done locked it down. Year three, now you, you, you're starting to get that itch. It's time for me to go. We've been here for three years. It's time to get some orders. When they going to send me my orders so I can PCS and move to another duty station. And I tell you, even now being retired, I'm starting to feel that, you know, okay, we've been here a little over three years, almost four years, starting to get that itch, you know, ready to go, ready to go. So, and, and I mean, that's been part of our life for 25 plus years. It's only natural. But for everyone that's not in that, in that lifestyle, sometimes it's hard to realize, keep moving, keep moving around. But I think sometimes you have to be fluid. You have to go where you want to go, where you want to exceed. If again, if you want to be great in life, you want to be an actor. Can you really do that in Scootersville, USA? If you want to be an actor, you want to be great. You got to go where the actors are great. You got to go where the great is at. You can either stay where the good is at, or you can go with the great is at, right? So let's go and get started. Cause you know, I get long winded. I get to talking and talking. All right. So let's go ahead and start with our left five ways to know when it is time for you to relocate. Number one, you are in a rut. When someone is in a rut, they almost like in the mental pits. Oh, woe is me. Why am I still here? You don't want to be at work. You don't like the people you work with. You don't like your friends. You don't like your family. You don't want to talk to nobody. You don't want to go nowhere. You don't want to go to the store. Little things in life upset you. You're stuck. You're stagnated. You're in the box. You're in the corner. You feel like you just can't move. No matter how great I am at my respective job, in my respective career, I can't do anything. I am stuck in mud and my feet are surrounded by concrete. My feet is planted in concrete. I can't do anything. Boss don't like me. I don't like the boss. I don't like nobody. That's when you got to have a positive mindset. And it's hard. It's a challenge. It's a mental challenge. Oftentimes it's a physical challenge. But there has to be something that's telling you it's time to go. It's time to relocate. And when you're in that situation, when you don't want to get up in the morning, no matter if it's the birds are singing, you mad at the birds, they singing. You're yelling out the window, shut up. The birds are singing. They're waking you up. You take the alarm clock. You throw it across the room. You are in a rut. You see no forward progression from your job. There's no satisfaction from your job. And you're asking yourself, what am I doing here? What am I doing with my life? If you ask, if you ask yourself these questions, that may be a time. It may be a sign for you to take a deliberate approach and start looking at potential relocation. Now, when I say relocation, I'm not talking about moving from state A to state B. It could be something simple as moving from city A to city B, a county A to county B, or it can be from country A to country B. 
you know your situation better than me. But I'm telling you from personal experience, sitting someplace at a, at a long period of time, you start to get a little itch. Now, if you want to stay where you at, I'm, I'm just speaking for the folks that's, you know, thinking about this, right? And even people ain't thinking about it. It's something to think about. You know when it's time. You can just tell because things are the same. It tastes bland. It's boring. The movie, same movie theater. Been here since 1919. Same grocery store, same mall. People look the same. They dress the same. There's no advancement personally. If you are in that situation and you feel like that, you, ladies and gentlemen, are in a rut. It is time to reset, refocus, and take a a deliberate deep dive into what you want to do moving forward. Moving forward may not be living in hometown USA. It may be time for you to leave. And if you're one of those folks like me, I knew I was in a rut when I was working at White Castle. White Castle was great. Most of my family members, that was their first career jobs. My aunt retired as a, a district supervisor. She had numerous White Castles up under her tutelage, up under her leadership, right? And working there, I could probably could have worked there forever. But I knew I used to sweep that parking lot you know, you do like your morning cleanup or whatever. And I used to look at all these folks that would come in for breakfast, the electricians, the construction workers, the teachers, the police officers, all professional people come in for breakfast. I would just sit and I would just watch them, how they talked, how they seemed to enjoy their lives. And they probably was mad, pissed off. We all are, you know, when it comes to work sometimes, but I was like, these guys, you know, seem like they enjoy what they're doing. The AC mechanic. I mean, all sorts of people. I would just watch professional people. And I was envious. I'm like, man, these guys and gals are really doing something they seem to like. At least that's, you know, the surface level. Um, And I was like, I got to do something. This, this cannot be my life. I don't want to make freaking burgers. I have no desire to be a manager here. I was stuck in a rut. So I knew I needed to make a drastic change in my life and my lifestyle. Right. And I knew that enlisting in the Marine Corps was going to be the epitome of changing my life and my lifestyle. And I'm so thankful I did. One of the driving factors for knowing I was in the rut, um, just being my environment, it was great, but it was the same stuff over and over. Go to the store, do this, do that. And I just didn't want to do none of that stuff. So I asked myself this question years ago, 28 years ago, when it was time for me to leave, I was stuck in a rut and I knew it was time to relocate and do other things. And if you fall, if you find yourself in that position, do not fall in that trap. When you feel you in a rut, it's time to relocate. Number two, safety. This is so important, ladies and gentlemen, safety. I talk about it all the time during my nomad cast. Be safe, be sound and all that. If you are in a situation, you're hearing gunfire. There's negative people around you. Breaking and entering. Foul language. Unhealthy environment. Unproductive environment. You don't want to be out at night. You don't want to be out in the daytime. It may be time to relocate. Now, that relocation could be, again, city to city, state to state, county to county, 
country to country. You have to make that decision. We all deserve to be safe in life. We all deserve safety and sanity in life. We all deserve peace in life. And when someone is deprived of peace, when someone is deprived of sanity, it makes them upset and makes them angry. Because no matter what type of person you are, if you're mild-mannered, if you're a live wire, you're introvert or extrovert, we all want some sort of peace. And you want to be safe, not only for yourself, for your family, if you're married, and what have you. And if you feel that you're not safe where you at, it may be time to relocate. You don't want to go to the store at night. Oh, the traffic lights not working on Elm Street. I don't want to go down there because people run red lights. They they run stop signs. Kids are out there. They knocking on people's doors all time of the night. Just a bunch of silly stuff going on, right? If you are in that situation and you feel you're not safe, your livelihood is not safe. Your family's livelihood is not safe. It is time to relocate. It is time because at the end of the day, you work hard for certain materialistic items. You work hard to have some sort of quality of life. When that quality of life is in danger, when that quality of life is, is hanging out, um, without a chance to be safe, secure, it is time to go. It is time to relocate, right? And if you're around people, that's negative, that's not positive, and they're doing unconstructive things around you, bringing uh, unconstructive people around you, that's not a safe environment. It may be time for you to relocate, right? We all want to be safe. Like I stated, we all want to be safe. We all want to have peace. But is disturbing your peace, is disturbing your safety enough where you don't want to leave that? It should be a point where I don't want my safety, I don't want my peace compromised. I will not have my peace compromised just because I love living in hometown USA. Hometown USA ain't for everybody. So if you feel unsafe, you don't feel any level of safety in hometown USA, it is time to relocate. All right. Number three, the weather. Oh, I don't like the rain. I don't like the snow. Oh, I don't like tornadoes. I don't like freaking uh, earthquakes. Well, I don't like tropical storms. Well, I don't like wind. At the end of the day, unless you live somewhere like in Arizona, right? Just speaking out United States. You, you, you won't deal with a lot of the rains, the snows, the natural disasters. But if you're a point where you live in that, that middle central area of the United States, what's commonly known as Tornado Alley, that may be a reason why you want to relocate. If you live in California, you know, California, even uh, housewise is, is freaking expensive. Cost of living is expensive along with the earthquakes and the natural disasters and all the stuff goes on. That may be to a point where you say, you know what? I just don't want to deal with these earthquakes. I don't want to deal with these freaking tornadoes. I don't want to deal with these hurricanes. Oh, up North, we freaking get snow. Oh, it's been, it's snow 75 inches. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of sloshing, going outside the shovel. Then I got to go back out to go to work. And then I got still got to go to store in this mess. That may be to a point where you say, you know what? I want to relocate. I am tired of freezing. 
I'm tired of freaking sweating. I'm tired of the desert. I can't stand rain. If you find yourself complaining about something that's natural, right? I, I know there's a lot of conspiracy theorists saying that the weather's controlled by man. Look, that's another conversation for another day, right? But if you feel yourself to the point where you're getting tired of and complaining of the weather, whether it's rain, sleet, snow, tornadoes, hurricanes, what have you, it may be time to relocate. You have to ask yourself, it may be time to relocate and move someone else, somewhere else. But also with that, and I'll talk about this at the end of this, if you relocating because of weather, you can't stand rain. Like I can't stand the rain. If you're tired of rain, you better not have your butt up in Seattle. If you're tired of freaking earthquakes, you better not take your tail to freaking California. So just know any natural disaster can happen anywhere. Tornadoes can happen anywhere. Hurricanes, floods, all that. If you're going to leave your respective area, if you're going to leave hometown USA, ensure you conduct a deliberate deep dive as to where you plan on residing as you, as you plan to relocate to your new area. Cause a lot of times they say the grass ain't greener, you know, just be careful dealing with weather. Cause you can escape a lot of things when in relocation, you can escape bad office, bad job, bad career, finance or whatever. And you won't find you go to some other places and some bad, some, some of the bad negatives are not there. But a lot of times if you escape an environment for weather, please be smart and do your homework, do your own research. Again, conduct those deep dives. Can't say it enough knowing what type of area you're going to walk into. Just be smart about it. But if you know, then it's time to go do the weather, relocate. Number four, probably the, the one of the most important ones outside of safety, career opportunity, career opportunity. You live in hometown USA and a town has four people in it. Everybody knows each other. You desire to be an architect and ain't nothing been built in a hometown USA since 1765. How on earth can you be an architect? How can you do the things you want to do to be successful? If you currently reside in hometown USA. Now, you have family members. Oh, please don't leave. Cause I dealt with this myself. Oh, please don't leave. Oh, you're going to just going to leave. You're going to leave all oh, your families here. This, that, and the third. Look, I was on a mission to better Damon Anderson's life. That was my mission to enhance my skill sets, right? To enhance capabilities, to enhance myself morally, to enhance myself physically. I had to go. Glad I did it. Thank God I did it. Thank God he put in my spirit and my heart to make that move almost 30 years ago. Cause I don't know what I've done would have done if I'd have stayed where I was at. At some point we have to rely on faith. At some point we have to let our Eagle wings spread. We have to, if you desire to be something great in life, how can you be great when you are just living in, in the good? If that makes sense. Like I stated before with the whole architect scenario, once you go to a school, you become an architect, it takes years. But what you want to do in life, is it really in hometown USA? And we can even look past hometown USA. If you have a, a certain skill set, 
you apply for a job overseas, get a chance to live in the Netherlands, Korea, Japan, Australia, what, wherever, right? If you have an opportunity to live in another country, to be paid in another country, right? To be, you know, for a company to finance you, to pay you for your work, to pay you handsomely for your skill set. You may want to think about leaving hometown USA, wherever you at. And I got it. You know, we want to be around the family. We want to, I, my, my cousin, Joe, man, I love him. We play baseball. I don't want to leave him. Look, do not live your life in regret, right? Because you can't stay in the city just because mom is there, because dad is there, because the brothers and sisters are there. At the end of the day, they gave you, they gave you life, right? Provided you life, raised you to be a responsible person. What you owe to yourself is to do something with your life. Now, it can be either in hometown USA or it could be abroad, overseas, or it could be somewhere else in the United States. You, you are the one that knows what you want to do in life. Like I stated before, the career opportunities may not be in your current location. So you owe it to yourself to try to find, you want to be a banker. I want to uh, be a hedge fund, uh, hedge fund manager. I want to be a CEO. I want to be an architect. I want to do great things in life. I don't want to be in hometown USA because there are no career opportunities where you at. I, I don't want to be the local librarian. I don't want to work at the freaking uh, post office. I, I don't want to work at freaking Al's uh, bakery and ribs. You don't want to work there. You want to challenge yourself in life. How can you challenge yourself in life? If we're still stuck in hometown USA, you can't do it. So sometimes you got to take that leap of faith. Look at all these A-list stars, these guys and gals that grew up in these small cities and they knew what I want to do in life. I can't do it here. I got to go. There's no opportunities for me. Yeah, it was great back in the 1860s when everybody worked on the freaking um, the railroad or they did freaking freaking whatever they did back in the day. But you're different. You are you. Trust yourself. It may be time to just leave just to cut sling load and do something against the norm. I look at myself. I had a lot of family members that tried to persuade me to not join the military, not join the Marines. Oh, you're going to go to war. You're going to get killed. You're going to do this and that. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been to war twice and I, I'm okay. Somewhat okay. And I had a lot of family members saying, don't do it. Stay here. You know, it's a, it's a job opportunity. I can get you a job. So the same people that was offering me a job, they didn't want me to work in the military. They're still working and I'm retired. So I know I made the right decision. I made it. I left for a career opportunity. I did not want to be a, a white castle manager. I don't want to be no shift leader. So I picked up, got up and I left and I haven't looked back since when I went back to recruit in Detroit from uh, 2010 to 2013. I was so thankful. And it's not an indictment on anybody I grew up with. Nothing. I'm just talking again. I'm talking about for me. I knew the career opportunities, the things I want to do in life. I have to go to external places. I couldn't do what I want to do internal. I couldn't accomplish the things I want to do internally. 
I had to go external. And God knows I am so thankful that I did that. I got a family, wife, children, numerous degrees and all this stuff. Military service. I mean, gosh, dog, I'm a blessed person. But I knew it was time for me to relocate. I had to go. I had to. So if you get to a situation where you're in hometown USA and you know, I don't want to work at the freaking bakery. I don't want to work at the steel mill. I don't want to work at the auto plant. I don't want to freaking work at the, um, the floor shop. You deserve a lot. You deserve better in life. And I don't care. It could be living in New York, living in Boston, Los Angeles. Sometimes even the big cities, you don't, you don't want to be around. Sometimes the small cities, you don't want to, you don't want to be there. But we have to ask ourselves the important questions. What do I want to do in life? And am I willing to risk it? No risk it, no biscuit. Last one, y'all. Number five, you can't find a reason to stay. We all talk ourselves into situations. Well, you know, I stay here because mom's like this. and You know, you're trying to find a reason. To, you can't find a reason to stay. And we could blame the people that we grew up with, we could blame a lot of things, but when you can't really find a reason to stay, it is time to go. What am I doing here? Why am I still here? What reason do I have to stay here? And I talked about it earlier. You don't like, you're tired of the family. You're tired of friends. You're tired of coworkers. You're tired of looking at the same freaking buildings. You're tired of looking at your same bedroom. You're tired of driving the same car. You're tired of driving the same freeways. It, ha it has to get to a point where I want to do something else. And if I can't find no reason to stay, it is time to go. How, how can you, how can we advance in life if we don't advance ourselves? How can we move forward in life if we don't move forward ourselves? You know, we, we could do all the great things in life, but we have to understand it may be time to move somewhere else. You, you're good at what you do, but if you go somewhere else, you may be great. And I think that's what's important. I think that's what a lot of us miss sometimes. Some people are happy being good. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. No, we deserve to be great. If you're good at hometown USA, you may be great somewhere else. Think about that. Think about the impact. You want to be in a safe environment. You want to be in the weather that you want and desire that you deserve. You want that career opportunity that you, that you desire that you deserve. You don't want to be in a rut. You don't want to be stuck. You don't want to be catching subways. You don't want to be walking to work. You want to feel that fresh air. You want to see the ocean. You want to do things that you have a right to, that, that you deserve to, that you, you work hard for. So if you get to a point where you feel stagnated, you feel that where you currently, your current situation, your living situation, you feel you can't breathe. There's no one to turn. I'm tired of the weather. I'm tired of the people. There's no advancement here. I have no reason to stay here. It may be time to relocate. And I'm only telling you from experience. I, I know, and of course, the military kind of forces you to because every three years you're on a, a PCS cycle. 
But even for us military folks, after three years, it's like, okay, I'm tired of these cats. I'm ready to go somewhere else. And then you get your energy, you get excited. And then three years later, okay, I'm tired of these cats. I want to go somewhere else. It's just a never ending cycle. But the most important thing about it is you have to decide what's best for you. It's not about your parents. You love them. God knows you love them. You cherish them. But it can't be about your parents. It can't be about your friends. It can't be about your coworkers. We have to decide what is best for us. I always said, you have to say you, you have to say you, you have to say yes to yourself sometimes. And if you're in a rut, if you don't feel safe, you're tired of the weather, there's no career opportunity, and you can't find reasons to stay, ladies and gentlemen, it may be time to relocate. Again, as I stated earlier, relocation doesn't always have to mean state to state, country to country. It could be something simple as county to county, city to city, township to township, whatever. You have to make that decision. So let's conduct our own internal deep dive. If we're not happy with a situation, may want to think long and hard about relocation because we all get tired of the same place. If you get to a place where you like where you're at, but you don't love where you at, it may be time to relocate. Maybe time. All right, everybody, that concludes today's Monday Mental Combat. The subject was five ways to know when it is time to relocate. Went over to five, you're in a rut, safety, weather, career opportunity, and you can't find a reason to stay. So I appreciate that. I uh, appreciate you guys as well, the comments, subscriptions, the downloads, and all that. I want you guys to continue to be safe and sound. It was a great day. Have a great Monday. See you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow I have a special show. I'm going uh, I'm going off location tomorrow, right, from my studio down here to upstairs. And so we shot an episode this past Saturday doing a product review, my very first product review. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, and I set the conditions for it uh, for tomorrow's episode. And then you'll see the product I'm going to review. So it was fun shooting that up in the kitchen. <laughs> relocated the nomad cast to the kitchen. So that was fun. But again, just appreciate y'all. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the support. Uh, continue to download, like, subscribe, follow all the et cetera. And have you guys a great day. Be safe, be sound. And let's say it all together. Trust and believe. See y'all tomorrow. Trust and believe.